Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, November 23rd. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. On this date in 1936, the very first issue of Life magazine was published. And on this date in 1976, musician Jerry Lee Lewis was arrested outside Elvis Presley's Graceland mansion. Authorities said he was brandishing a pistol and was demanding to see Presley. They charged him with public intoxication and possession of a weapon. Now get ready for a little trivia. On this date in 1996, a performer set the longest continuous contract in the history of radio and television on NBC. Can you name that performer? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, it's time to check in on your Thanksgiving forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Thanksgiving. I'm Chief Meteorologist Bill Walsh. Oh, have we lucked out with the weather? Look at this. Beautiful across the south. If you've got travel plans, no problem. Look at that. Nice and cool, though, this morning. We are in the 40s to low 50s. Let me show you. We'll talk turkey, shall we, as we make our way through the day. 8 o'clock this morning, looking good. We've got through lunchtime, beautiful little chilly, near 60, 62 by afternoon when you work on that third or fourth uh, dessert, or maybe fifth, whatever. Anyway, back into tonight, you might see some clouds, slight chance of a shower as we make our way into tomorrow, as we make our way into our Friday. We'll keep that chance at 20%. Kind of cool as we move into the weekend. We'll keep you updated right here. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. Have a great and safe one. We'll keep you posted. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Learning a man who entered a plea deal in connection to dozens of charges related to attempted child sexual exploitation in Charleston is now out of jail and will not spend time in prison. The state attorney general's office says their investigation shows Edward Bourne, the man on your screen here, solicited someone he believed was underage for sex and encouraged them to make child sex abuse material. The 43-year-old was originally charged with 29 counts of criminal solicitation of a minor and six counts of first-degree attempted sexual exploitation of a minor. Court records show he pleaded guilty to three of those charges Monday. The remaining 32 charges were dismissed as part of a plea deal. According to the AG's office, these crimes carry a maximum sentence of 10 and 20 years. But at sentencing, the judge decided Bourne needed no prison time, giving him credit for time served and allowing him to walk free. This morning, Colleton County's technology director is facing charges of wiretapping after an investigation by the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. An arrest warrant from SLED shows this man, 34-year-old Jeffrey Hill, misused his position as technology director to listen in on a conversation between two victims back on July 20th. According to authorities, phone records did confirm that the call was recorded by an IP address linked to Hill's computer. He was booked into the Colleton County Jail and given a $20,000 bond. Hill is the son of Colleton County Clerk of Court Becky Hill, who's recently been accused of jury tampering by the defense during the Alec Murdoch murder trial. Some folks on James Island are calling for more safety measures on Riverland Drive after a deadly weekend crash killed four people. Charleston police say an SUV ran off the road and, cra- and crashed into what people have dubbed the Widowmaker tree. That tree in question sits on Riverland Drive in between North Grimble Road and George L. Griffith Boulevard. South Carolina Department of Public Safety data shows there have been 23 total crashes involving a tree in that area in the last five years. Although that is where the Widowmaker sits, it's not clear how many of those crashes involved this specific tree. Several folks in the area described that part of town as having a sharp curve and being dimly lit, and now they're wanting that tree removed altogether. 
A petition called Demand the Removal of the Dangerous Widowmaker Tree on James Island now has nearly a thousand signatures in just a handful of days. Other folks in the area say the best option is to focus on improving conditions of the road. There were some people talking about needing to take down all the trees and some people wanting to save all the trees. Um, it, It just seems like a more practical approach to me would be to look at the environment of of the roadway. We have reached out to the State Department of Transportation for comment and have not yet heard back. Meanwhile, a Berkeley County intersection has left more than 24 people hurt in dozens of crashes over the last few years. And now one person is pleading for a traffic light at the very least to make that area safer. Debbie Orsini says trying to turn left out of the McLaurin Avenue onto Highway 176 near Kane Bay is nearly impossible. She says during rush hour, you can't see who's coming and you have to rely on others to tell you when to go. Orsini says with 176 or 176 expanding, she doesn't see how it's going to get any safer. I'm on a Facebook group and people are just, you know, constantly saying how, how ridiculous this is. We can't get out of our neighborhood and they're building more. Berkeley County officials say they're currently in phase one of the 176 widening project and that it's supposed to take the stretch of road from two to four lanes by 2025. Today is the annual Turkey Day Run and Gobble Wobble 5K, as Bill mentioned. Yeah, it sure is. And this race has been in existence in the Low Country since 1914. But this is the 46th year of this route that they run. Our Autumn Klein joins us live from the event in Marion Square. So, Autumn, what's going to go on out there today? Good morning. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You know, there isn't a whole lot going on here just yet. There are a few people here setting up, but coordinators of this event told me they're expecting approximately 10,000 people here in Marion Square later today between the runners and the supporters. I was here yesterday while volunteers were setting up and runners were arriving to receive their packets. Because the Turkey Day Run is such a large event, a coordinator of the event told me it takes a year of preparation. I was told that each year they have over 400 volunteers help with the event. Many of the volunteers I spoke to told me they give up their Thanksgiving morning for this because of what the run does for charities. The mission for the run is to raise money for more than 30 nonprofit organizations in the Charleston area. A committee member and former race director said that the charities are not the only ones who benefit from this race. It's a lot of fun. Everybody is together. We've all got the same reason for being here. We would invite everybody to come on out and be part of this and join us for for this charitable event that helps the area, and it's also a lot of fun. It's great. You you get to run off those calories that you're going to add on on Thanksgiving dinner. The race begins today at 9 a.m., and a celebration in Marion Square will follow with music, activities, free food, and free beer. Coming up at 6, we'll hear from some runners and volunteers about what this race means to them. Live in Charleston, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. A lot of excitement, Autumn. Thank you. The Low Country Habitat for Humanity is also putting on a Turkey Trot 5K and fun run today. Online registration has closed, but those who are participating get the chance to run through historic downtown Beaufort and across the famous Woods Bridge starting at 8 a.m. And the run will be held on Bay and Newcastle Streets in front of the Best Western.
All right. So at the beginning of the show, I told you that a performer broke the record for the longest continuous contract in the history of radio and television on NBC. That record was set when his last TV special aired. That performer was Bob Hope, who had been with the Peacock Network for 60 years. Celebrating birthdays this Thanksgiving Day, comedy writer Bruce Valanche is 76. Singer Bruce Hornsby is 69. Actor Maxwell Caulfield is 64, and singer-actress Miley Cyrus is 31. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live Five News. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and download the Live Five News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24/7 from Live Five News, the Low Country's news leader.